Do you know what the tipping point is? That's what we're talking about on today's episode of the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. Now I'm going to tell you, you may have heard of the tipping point because it's a book by Malcolm Gladwell and he talks about the tipping point being a moment of critical mass, a threshold or a boiling point. That's not my tipping point. Mine is about reaching a certain age, a point in time when instead of looking forward, you start looking backward to examine your life. In addition, I'm going to be talking about a new adventure that I'm going on, which I feel really tentative about, but you'll hear more on today's episode, so stay tuned. Hi, this is Ronnie Ann Ryan, intuitive coach, and welcome to the Breathe, Love & Magic podcast. In this show, we'll talk about mystical methods, spiritual practices, and magic to grow spiritually, live well, and maybe find love. Open your heart, expand your mind, connect with spirit, and embrace the magic that is all around you. May good fortune come to all those who listen to the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. And now, on with the show. So I'm still shaking things up here at the Breathe, Love, and Magic podcast. I'm trying new things, and I thought, I am going to let you in on a little bit about what's happening in my life, and I'm going to ask you to join me. So consider this an invitation, and the truth is, I don't know where I'm going, but you can come along, and I think it would be a lot more fun that way. So I hope you will join me. What's happening, as I mentioned at the very start, the tipping point, for me, as I was growing up and even into my 20s and 30s and 40s I always wanted to know where I was going and what would my future be like and what would it hold for me and you know when you're young you always want to know what am I going to be like when I'm all grown up and I'm not sure I'm all grown up yet not that I'm Peter Pan but I might be Tinkerbell I'm not looking at things like that anymore. I'm not looking at life that way anymore. I'm not wondering what I'm going to become. This is it. I have already become. And so the tipping point has come for me and it's been going on for several years now where I spend time reflecting and looking back because right now I don't know where I'm going. Now, I have forged my own path in life, and a lot of times people would say, you never knew where you were going, but that's not true because I usually had a goal in mind, and even if I didn't have a mapped out pathway or a perfectly timed and explained route, I found my way, I managed, and that's what forging your own path is really all about. Another way of looking at forging your own path is the idea that I don't follow in anyone's footsteps. I'm not going where anyone else has gone before because I'm not doing traditional things. I didn't follow a traditional career path once I went out on my own, which has been most of my career. You know, I spent about 30 years on my own in my career. It's not like there were specific ways of getting things done. Like if I were an attorney, you have to do this and this and this to become a partner. Not picking on attorneys, just saying in a traditional sense, there's often a pathway to get where you're going. And so forging your own path means you're taking the machete out, right? (laughs) Big, crazy knife and hacking your way through the jungle, creating your own path that was never there before. And sometimes it's an arduous process, but there's adventure in that as well. But like I said, I always had a goal. 
I always had a place I was going. So at the beginning of the podcast, I didn't know what I wanted to have happen to the podcast, but I knew I wanted to start a podcast and I had an idea. And so I just began. I didn't even do a lot of research. I just started. That's so me. But right now I'm in a different place. You know, I'm happy to do readings for people and I love connecting with spirit for people and getting answers for them or helping them with insights or helping them understand situations that they're in and find solutions when there are problems, find good solutions, quick solutions, and solutions that are in their best interest and for their highest good. The same comes with my healing work, whether it's soul intelligence or past life healing in the Akashic Records library. I love doing that work as well. I love checking out the past and seeing what the connections are to today and how that influences your life and what you can change not only today but in the past because you can actually affect the past which is sort of miraculous. I also enjoy coaching people and coaching is great because you're helping people create their vision or make a plan for their vision or help them stick to their vision to keep going and find the motivation figure out ways around things. Coaching is all about bringing out the best in someone and helping them see their life, their goal, and what they're doing more clearly. And that's why I've loved being a coach for more than 20 years. It's really exciting because then I get to go on their adventure and help them and be supportive. I've had a lot of fun doing that and I'm still doing that today and I love that. So I'm still not sure where I'm going with all this. It feels unclear. For the last two years or so, since I started the podcast, I have been wondering, where am I headed? And that's partly why the tipping point has become so important because I know where I've been, but I don't know where I'm going. I no longer have a clear path or a plan or an idea or a goal or a target. I'm just here wondering. You know, a thought just occurred to me and that is, Maybe I'm learning to be a human being, as people talk about, rather than a human doing. I don't know if you've ever heard this distinction, but as human doings, we're always running around, running around. It's all very masculine energy, and we're not nurturing ourselves. We're not connecting to our divine nature or finding the joy often because joy is in simply being, you know, like being outside and just listening to the sounds of the birds and feeling the sun on your skin. It's that be here now kind of thing. And so that just occurred to me, hmm, maybe I'm learning how to be a human being, but I'm not going to tell you that feels really comfortable, even though it might be good for me. It feels a little foreign and nerve wracking to not have a goal be a human being, as they say, rather than a human doing. And that would be an accomplishment, I guess, to approach life from that place of being. And that's definitely more feminine energy. So that's one way to look at it, but it still feels foreign and uncomfortable. So I'm taking a Celtic shamanism course And this morning, I did the meditation. She provided a journey meditation, and they've been really good. Jane Burns is the teacher of the class. So she did this meditation where you get together with your power animal or your sacred animal, and then you get to a shoreline, and there's a round boat of all things. And this is based on a Celtic mystical tradition. And you get in this round boat, so you no idea where you're going, and you're not guiding the boat because it's round and rudderless, which means you can't set a direction. And you're just asking 
the spirit of the sea to take you to a land where you will find answers about your life. So it's about trust and seeing what happens, right? So I get in the boat and the boat takes me to an island and has a sandy grassy shore. I get out and I walk up the sand dune and then I can see in front of me this massive view of a field that's actually very rolling, not like a flat field, but you know, it has all kinds of rolling hills covered with long grasses. I'm like, all right, now what? And so gotta walk so I start walking in my journey and then I get to the edge of a forest and at the edge of the forest I enter the forest and I go in and I find a grove like a small clearing with a band of trees and within the grove is Merlin. Now Merlin is one of my guides which I don't know I feel so incredibly lucky but he doesn't talk a lot. So anyway so I see Merlin and I'm like all right here we go. Now Merlin is for people who are interested in magic or whatever but also very dedicated to their journey and so I know I'm in for something here. It's like a tip off. I decide to quiet my mind and just try to listen. And what I heard was the word adventure. And I thought, oh no, adventure. I have never been big on adventure. Like I can not know what the road is, like I talked about a bit earlier, but I need to know where I'm going. It's my comfort zone. I have to have a destination. And that way I can figure out how to get there. But an adventure, I don't know, it makes me nervous because Uh, Here's the message I got to go with it. The point of adventure is that it is unknown. There is no plan, no map, no guidelines, and no destination. It's an adventure. You will see what happens as you go. Just go. It's about surrender to the adventure. This is where trust comes in. You have to let go of control and knowing where you are going. No agenda, no striving. Now, this to me is scary. I'm sorry, it might not sound like a big deal to you, but to me, it's a very big deal. I don't like adventures because there's no control. And I've always liked just a little bit of control, like knowing where I'm going. So now I have no idea where I'm going. And this is all metaphorical about my life, which is how I started the episode. I don't know where I'm going. And that's why I invited you to come with me because I thought it'd be a lot more fun if I had friends on this crazy journey where I don't know where I'm going. The idea of surrender immediately brings back memories of Surrender Dorothy, (laughs) which was written in black smoke across the sky as a message from the Wicked Witch in The Wizard of Oz to Dorothy's friends. The Wicked Witch wanted Dorothy to surrender, and that's kind of how I feel about surrender. I'm not good at surrender and letting go. And I did an episode a while ago that was about surrender. And I asked my guest, Vanessa Brewer, if she would please bottle that and send me a bottle. So here I am embarking on an adventure. I'm having the fool's journey where I have to step off the cliff and just go. And this is like that fool's card in the tarot deck, right? Where you don't know where you're going. You're just having faith and taking the steps. I will let you in on some of what's been going on for me, and that is I've been having a lot of crazy dreams too. And so that lets me know that my subconscious mind is uncomfortable, right? That's your subconscious mind creating your dreams. 
and speaking to you. And so I've had these crazy dreams where I can't find my ticket and I'm supposed to get on the plane or the bus or the, the train. I can't find directions to where I'm supposed to go. I don't know the name of the room and I'm in, or the number of the room and I'm in a big building. People say they're going to help me and then they kind of disappear and go out of the scene or they get lost somehow. I've had dreams where I've lost my wallet. I have no money. I've had dreams where I have I have to walk up these crazy wild angled staircases that no one would ever build a staircase like that but it's so convoluted and that's how I feel about my path. The staircase is metaphorical of the path I'm on where I don't know where I'm going or all kinds of crazy like tunnel-like spaces that I have to squeeze through and try to work my way through and then when I come upon them again I'm like oh no not this again I have to figure this out all over again so because I've been having all these unsettling dreams I thought I wonder how you can talk to your subconscious mind and tell yourself to calm down on the inside. You know, like, what can I do to help my inner being, to help my subconscious mind feel more comfortable about what's happening and all the uncertainty and unknowing that I'm going through? I found this article in Forbes magazine, 13 Ways to Start Training Your Subconscious Mind to Get What You Want. Now, one problem is I don't know what I want. (laughs) I mean, I want to have fun. I want to feel engaged. I want to feel like I'm making a difference. I want to serve. Other than that, I don't have a clear picture of what's involved. I was looking at this article and it gives 13 tips. So I'm not going to share all of them. They don't all apply, but I'm going to share the ones that got me thinking. So the first one is be willing to see that the unchangeable can change. Now, that's pretty clear since... I'm going someplace I don't know where I'm going and that is the heart of change right I mean something's going to change because I'm going somewhere that isn't here then it says give yourself permission to be successful and I'm like gee I like that permission to be successful so even though I don't know where I'm going I can still get there I can still find my way I can still have a good time and I can bring you along with me right I need some support and friendship and camaraderie so I want you to come Another thing about that is I found this line recently when I, and I talked about this in the last episode, I think, or maybe the one before where I talked about the summer solstice. And there was a line in this thing this woman wrote, and it was, today is fertile with possibilities to do good work and rejoice. I don't know why, but that just feels so good in my body every time I say that. I love that line because it's very hopeful about what's possible today that I can do good work and I can rejoice and have fun and enjoy it all at the same time there's so many possibilities today and that's part of what's going on I need something to look forward to so I've been saying that every morning to try to start my day off right and feel like it's filled with possibilities it's fertile with options for doing good work and rejoicing So that is like giving myself permission to be successful. The third one they say is don't allow other people's fears to cast shadows of doubt. Okay, this is excellent advice always because I have found that many, many people are very uncomfortable with the life path that I have chosen. And I remember back when I left my job so many years ago and people kept telling me about similar jobs that were available and 
I didn't want them. And they looked at me like I was nuts. They just couldn't understand. They couldn't begin to comprehend that I wanted to move on and do something different which is when I started my consulting business and marketing. So anyway, don't let other people's fears cast a shadow. Excellent advice. Four, surround yourself with positive reinforcements. There's another great idea. So their suggestion is keep a bottle of of champagne in the fridge. I don't know about that. But I could celebrate little things. I could celebrate that this week was forecast all rain all week. And today when I woke up, it was reforecasted as mostly sunny and it's going to be a great beach week so that definitely something to celebrate in my book anytime there's sunshine and i can go to the beach in the summer woohoo that makes me happy <laughs> so positive reinforcement is celebrating small things so that's what i'm going to do since i don't have a goal right now except that i'm going on this adventure it's going to be hard to celebrate when i get there because i don't know what it is even i don't even know if i'll know when i get there i'm on an adventure but i can celebrate little milestones along the way and one is sunshine thank you okay number five speak your success as a present fact not a future plan and what i take away from this is living in my success right now So know that I am successful on my journey with my first step. I'm successful because of my willingness to take this on, my willingness to go on an adventure without a plan, without a destination, (laughs) without any idea of what I'm doing. So think about myself as successful. Yes, I am. I'm telling all of you about it and I've invited you along. Create a vision space. So that's talking about a notebook, a blog, a Pinterest board. I don't really have a vision that doesn't affect me here. That doesn't work for me because I don't have a goal. So we're going to skip that one. Identify your resistance. Woohoo! I have a lot of resistance to this because I don't know where I'm going, which I've already said about a thousand times. I know what my resistance is. I like to have a plan or at least a destination. Have a master plan for life. Well, that one's not going to apply, is it? Start a gratitude journal. Okay, I can do gratitude. I do often think of gratitude when I'm unhappy about something and something's really bothering me. Sometimes I just switch to gratitude because that way I'm in good energy and I'm grateful for what I have done, what I have accomplished, what I do have in my life for who I am and for how things are going. So I do have gratitude. Ask for what you want even if you know you'll be denied. Now this is more business oriented where they're talking about reaching out to other brands for help or reaching out to organizations to help you or anything like that. And honestly, I can't do that because I don't know what I want, so it's hard to know if I'd be denied. But I will say that I've certainly asked for clarity And I do have clarity. The clarity is um, you're on the path. It's an adventure. Let go of control. So uh, release attachment to how. Well, isn't that perfect for what I'm doing right now? I certainly don't know how this is going to work out because I don't know what it is that's going to happen. So yeah, I have released, I have released attachment to how. Surround yourself with allies, of course, which is why I've invited you all to join me. (laughs) 
I hope some of you will be interested in my journey and feel like you can hop on and join it. You know, maybe you'll want to be on this journey too, finding something new for yourself. You might have a goal. It's okay if you do. You don't have to be goalless like I am, obviously. You can have a goal and decide you're going to go for it, whatever it is, and start a journey. I think that'd be awesome. I'd love to hear about it. And then this is my favorite, fill your dead air time with affirmation and motivation. Now, I love this and for years, you know, I've been a coach for over 20 years and for years, this is exactly what I've told my clients. Don't carve out time to do your affirmations. No, no, no. Do your affirmations while you're driving, while you're in the shower, while you're washing dishes, while you're cooking dinner, while you're exercising, while you're going for a walk, while you're putting away laundry or folding laundry. This is a fabulous way to just work your affirmations into your life rather than having to carve out time, which might not be possible in a busy schedule. But you have time in an elevator. You have time while you're driving. You have time while you're walking from your desk to go to the lunchroom. There's time, those in-between times. Those are also good times to listen to a motivational book or a podcast or watch a YouTube video or something that uplifts and helps helps you feel better or is meditative in nature and just helps you chill out and relax. So I just wanted to share that article with you because I found it really helpful for what I'm going through. And I'm definitely going to put many of those tips to work. In fact, I'm already doing several of them. One more thing I do want to mention about this whole adventure idea is that I was thinking about the word adventure. You know, what does that really mean? I decided first let me look it up on the web so the dictionary says an unusual and exciting typically hazardous experience or activity <laughs> hazardous no wonder why I don't like adventure <laughs> it's like downhill skiing when you're not good at it <laughs> or riding on a motorcycle when you're not used to it like for me that's really scary I've only been on a motorcycle once and that was an alpha I know other people love it, so no comment about motorcycles, just my own experience. That's how it feels. It feels hazardous. And yet, when people talk about adventure, they get excited. Engaging in an adventure is exciting. It's an exciting activity. It's exploring unknown territory, right? So it should be fun. Then I wondered, well, what exactly are the benefits of adventure? So I looked that up on the web too, and it says, Adventure isn't something just for daredevils and skydivers. It's something for all of us who want to live well. Adventure makes us feel more fully awake, alive, and free. It feeds us with the energy and excitement of exploration, discovery, and surprise. Hmm... So I've been thinking somehow, some way, if I'm going to go on this adventure, which clearly there is no choice, I'm going. Even the instructions I was given was just go. That's a pretty specific command, right? Just go. So I'm going. So if I'm going to go, how can I make the best of this? How can I make it fun? Because I love fun. And this is another place where I feel like spirit is kind of dangling a care in front of me saying, adventure should be fun. Knowing how much I like fun to help me get over the hump of not wanting any adventure or wanting anything to do with that. But it should be fun. So now my goal, because this gives me something to focus on, something to aim at, a target if you will, is to find a way to have fun with this adventure. Learn to roll with it, let go of control, accept that I'm on this adventure regardless of 
my desire and see if I can have fun with it. And maybe part of that solution, part of that way of looking at things in that perspective is I can see the good in not knowing where I'm going. I can see the fun of being in uncharted territory and having new discoveries. What if I meet new people? who I like and enjoy. Or if I don't like them, I'll have good stories to tell. What if I find a new creative road and way for me to express myself? What if I find something that makes me happy and makes me smile and that I enjoy and actually want to do more of? These things are just as possible uh, as feeling lost or bewildered or unfit for the adventure. So if life is what you make it, and if it helps to choose your perspective, then it would behoove me to find the fun in this adventure. So I guess that's what I will focus on. And that gives me something to center my attention on. And maybe that will help me feel a little less vulnerable and uncertain about where the heck I'm going. That's what's going on right now. I am in this place where It's uncomfortable. I mean, let me be honest and really vulnerable with you. I don't know what's going to happen next because it's an adventure. (laughs) But I will keep you updated. And occasionally my episodes will be one of these where you join the adventure (laughs) and you get to hear about it. And you can always leave me comments about your adventures on the page of my website where this blog post is published. So you can go to breatheloveandmagic.com and then that's the podcast page on my website and you can leave messages, there's areas for comment underneath at the very bottom of the blog post. So at the very top is the player that plays the podcast. You know, you can also listen on iTunes and Spotify and all those other places, but you can listen on my website, breatheloveandmagic.com. So, and then I write a whole blog post, which is kind of a transcription, but made a little easier for reading. You know, speaking is different than reading. And then all the way at the bottom, that's where the comment sections are. So if you are on your own journey, if you have a goal that you're working towards, but you don't know how to get there, and you want to talk about your experience, or if you don't know where you're going and you just want to join the adventure with me or on your own and want to leave comments, I would love to hear them. And if you have tips for me about how to go about this because you've already done this in your life, please feel free to share them on that blog post of the podcast. So anyway, this is a shorter episode, but thank you for listening and giving me your attention and having any supportive thoughts at all. I will benefit from those. I appreciate you. I appreciate your thoughts. Thank you so much. I've got a gift for you that could change your life if you have a big decision hanging over your head. Are you struggling with your choices and sick of it? I've been in your shoes feeling miserable not knowing the right way to go. That's why I asked the universe for a sign. What a relief! I got an answer in a couple of hours. Discover the super simple method in a 30-minute program I created so you can learn how to use this no-fail process that works every time. Visit intuitiveedge.biz slash sign to get free access and make that decision quickly and easily. It's my gift to you. Thank you for listening today. If you're curious about intuitive coaching or a past life reading, please visit breatheloveandmagic.com. 
If you enjoyed the episode, please rate it or write a review and subscribe to never miss an episode. And share the magic with a friend. This is Ronnie and Ryan wishing you love and magic. Music